Hello, I am Mariano Gutierrez Alarcón and welcome to the 12th Man Academy, the show that asks the questions we believe the fans want to know about football. Joining me for this series is well-known and passionate manager Gus Poyet and our voice of the fans, long-suffering supporter Stephen Brown. Together, we will get inside the pitch and hope to answer your doubts about managing at the top end of the game while we get the inside track of being a top-level football manager. In each episode, we get a better understanding of the thoughts, the decision-making and the philosophies of a top-level coach, from picking a club captain to tactics and team identity as we connect the fans to the manager. In this series, we reference to past events as we use examples that were happening in the football world at the time we recorded this podcast. In this episode, we discuss, is there a plan B? We left uh, last podcast on the subject plan A, plan B, that Stephen is obsessed about it. Okay, Stephen. It's an obsession, yes. Yes, okay, <laughs> Stephen, go for it. Do coaches these days have a plan B? Everyone has their philosophy. Everyone has, we play this way. This is how I do it. This is my style. But when they're losing, I've seen, you see it with all of these coaches. We keep going, we keep sticking, we keep going till 95 minutes. My way will be right. But sometimes it isn't right. And you need to think, okay, I need to take this off, change this. Mourinho, when he went to Chelsea, when he took Joe Cole off after half an hour, is it half an hour maybe? At Fulham, yes, at Fulham. Yeah, he yeah. Went there. I got it wrong. I was there. I come out, I, he came straight out and said, my tactics are wrong. I tweaked it, I changed it. They won the match. I was like, wow, this guy is, oh my God. This is a coach. This is someone that knows football. And at the time, you know, I mean, he's he is what he is now. But then it was just like, what a breath of fresh air in terms of a coach. It's it's that question of, do you stick to your guns and do you say, okay, we do this is us, we do this all the time, or yeah, then do you actually think, okay, I do have a plan B, plan C, plan D? It's not playing A, plan B. That, I try to explain this to fans a hundred times, and it's impossible to explain. You cannot go into a game thinking, if I'm winning, this is my plan B, or if I'm losing, this is my plan B. No, because the every game, every minute is different to the one before or to the next one. It's impossible that you can go, maybe you're playing your best game and you're losing one nil. Why are you going to change it? If you play fantastic, you have to just give him a little bit of uh, a, a little option to believe in what he's doing. And not because you plan the plan B, now I change everything. No, it's very simple for the fans. When the team lose and the manager didn't change something dramatically, okay, that coach doesn't have a plan B. And it's not true. The ones that never change, I call them, I call, and I'm not going to say names, obviously, that they change sticker for a sticker. We call it una figurita por figurita, Mariano. You know, one, one of these albums that you put the players, you know, stick the player of uh, different clubs. You take one and you put another one in his place. At the end, you are not changing. You're just changing players. Okay, this uh, winger today is playing bad. I put another winger. And they change nothing. Now, me, I, I go more into characteristics. Not the same characteristics. No changing a center half for a center half because one center half is not playing well. If a manager goes into the, the game thinking, if I'm winning or if I'm losing, I'm going to do this, it's too, it's too dangerous. Because then it, you become um, very easy to read, very easy to play against, you know, you you will know what the, the other coach is going to do, and that's terrible for football. What about in the case of adapting to the team in front of you? So you've said, right, this is my plan, this is how they play, but actually this is not how it's going. 
And yeah, well, that, that, that you need time. And I, and I, I was only achieved that. I, I achieved that only in Brighton. My team was going into the pitch because what happened in Brighton is we, we were becoming very specific in, in, in the identity. We were playing one way, and that was the way. I, I'm not saying in the beginning, I'm not going to lie, but after two years, in my last two years, many, and I would say many, more than 50% of the opposition will change because of us. So we will get to the game with my analysis and the uh, analyst analysis. The opposition play like this, and the game will start, and it's completely different. And the player will look at me saying, what is going on? You know, like, I think I was pressing high. It's not happening. That's what I changed a little bit in my way of coaching as well. In Brighton, I repeat, only Brighton, to make the players understand different situations and for them to be able to sort it out on the pitch. But that takes time. That takes a lot of time. You need to know where are the weakness, where, why they're doing this. If they defend deep, what you can do. If they press you forward, what is the spaces? And that takes time. And that's the best way to play football because you can rely on the player. So when a coach is more influential? I believe that the, the part where the coach can really impact the game during the game is with kind of information that you can give and when you make the changes. That's your moment. And I like to influence the game if I can, as a coach. You can see many, many games that most of the people in the stadium, they're asking for a change. Yes, yeah, Steve, come on, change. You said to me before, come on, change. And they don't. What I want the fans to understand is there is a reason, even if you like it or no, there is a reason why the coach, a reason of fear. I don't, I don't touch the team. We are okay, Nini, don't touch it. For you is wrong, for the coach is right, maybe. Another one will change it. And maybe win it and it's a hero or lose it, uh, what a bad change. So we analyze everything after the game. Like I said to you, I would like to stop one day again. Stop, boom, time up, yeah? Fans of uh, my club, what we should do now? And you will have 50% say, easy, don't touch it. And 50% will say, change it, because we are all different and we all see different things. The idea is that when it's not that identity, it's the moment of the coach to do something to help the team. Either way, eh? to win it or to lose it. I like those coaches. Let's not talk about name. I like those coaches. The coaches I'm sitting in, then I'm thinking, okay, he done that because he wants to do this. You say one, Conte, the other day. And there is coaches that they wait to have time, and there is coaches they don't nowadays. That, that's the thing that I want people to understand. There is always a feeling of the coach that for a reason, you're going to make it sooner or later, the changes. And people doesn't change. And it's right. I mean, depends if you win. That's when you're good or bad. Make an example. I, I like to make changes before things happen. Not after. One thing is to act. Another thing is to react to goals. I remember being with Tano on the bench. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. And if you don't change, they, they came and they score. <laughs> uh, so there is moments that you need to see. You need to read the game. You need to know what is going on. Whatever it is. Listen, to defend or to attack, eh? even if you're winning or losing, I'm not talking about you winning back like in the 80s. All the teams that were winning, they put another defender, and all the teams that were losing, they put another striker. That anyone can do it. No, the thing is to know where is the space or the, or the weakness of the position in that moment to take advantage and score another goal. It's depending on how you plan the team. That's why it's important for the coaches to say, okay, what did I do right and wrong first? Me. Did I pick the right team? Did the opposition play the, the way that we were expecting them to play? Did we play the way that we trained to play this game because of the opposition? 
did we react well? Did, uh, did I make the changes at the right time? Too early, too late? And then you can analyze the rest of the game. I think mostly nowadays, we're only looking at the coaches. Depending what they do, they are good or they are bad. And the players, they are like easy to love, to say in a certain way. So in that, in that, with that in mind, there is a preparation to the game that you, you, you send your scouts, yeah. your analysis, you, you, you've been following the league, and then you says, okay, I'm playing against this team. They have the weakness in the back four. They normally they split the center half, and you have more or less a plan. 99.9% of the time, you know everything about the position. You don't know the started 11, but you know how they play, if they change when they play at home and away, or what, what kind of style they play. I repeat, there is exceptions, because I imagine that for team, top teams is difficult because they see a team playing always in the front foot, and then they come into them and they go backwards. And you say, what happened with this team? Wow, we are a top team. So the position is going to change because of you. But let's think average, two normal teams. They know how the opposition is, is playing and how they're going to play. Now, you need to plan how to defend against them so you don't concede and how you're going to win the game. There is two ways. And normally when you have a week, it's enough to prepare. The problem is when you play two or three days. That's a problem because you don't have to change dramatic. That is why it's so important to have an identity. Because then you base your game mostly, 80%, in your own way, independently of the position. When you are a team that, you know, you don't, it's not clear the, the system, it's not clear the personnel, it's not clear the identity, then you need to always adapt, maybe 50-50, to you and the position. And that's why the, best team, the better teams, they got the better players, because they can have an identity, and the other ones, we need to you know, sometimes adapt. So basically, what you're saying, just for me to rephrase it, just for me to learn yeah. is, is you have, it, when you have an identity, it's a lot, a lot easier to prepare for games. Because, 100%. Because 100%. you know your players will adapt and you only need to give two or three commands during the match. Say, and, because you and, and because the position will, will change because of you. So you, you're going to be in a, in, a, in a position where you're going to have to deal with situations that you don't deal normally. Before the game starts, you're in a better position than, than the opposition. Yes. And then, from your words, I, I can say that you have, as a manager, the time to prepare for the game. With yes. or without identity. <laughs> this is, is... No, no. Yeah, you, if, it's when, week, have... it's, if it's a week, normally, look, normally, most of the managers, more or less, they analyze the previous game very quickly to see what were right and what were wrong. Then they start preparing in terms of... Uh, the fitness and the tactical against your position. They're going to do certain training sessions and explanation. Some people show a video of the position early in the week. Some people show it a little bit later. And, and you're going to get closer to the game. And more you know, more you train already. The team is already nearly made. So the players, they know. And you go into the little details of set plays, pressing, things that you're going to do for that particular game. There is certain times that is very simple because the opposition play in a way that is general, let's say. Uh, you know, when it was uh, before, everybody played for 4 2 more or less they are all the same. Nowadays, a little bit more difficult because every team got a little bit of different system. And even if you think that it's the same, it's not. Because it's not the same when you play three in the middle and the position two, that when they play 3v3, more one-to-one. -one. Or when you play a flat 4-4-2, or you play 4-3-3 with the different triangles. So there is certain things that you need to prepare. Saying that, 
I think the players nowadays, they, they know practically every system, so they should adapt without any problems. But having a week, I think it's magnificent. There is no plan A or plan B. There is identity no, 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 there or is, not there identity. So where is the, there is plan A or plan B? I, I think where Steven is coming from is that in the, in the 80s, in the 90s, I think when it was not winning, you would change, put the two strikers and play long and go for second ball and see you later. And I stop playing, I stop passing, I stop uh, whatever. So it was clear that the, 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 the change was dramatical. You know, we say, okay, you know what, we cannot play, boom, see you later. Nowadays, it's a bit more difficult. You won't see too many clubs or too many coaches doing that. That change so dramatic. What I think is interesting is when you change the system. And now I'm looking, I, I, I don't know yet at international level. I cannot tell you because I don't know. But if I was in a club, I will be looking to help the team to, to understand three or four systems. And depending on the position, change it every now and then, especially in the second half, you know, like a, with a twitch, with a little thing, because it's incredible how you can affect the game, change the system, because the opposition needs to adapt. And sometimes it takes them 10, 15 minutes. And when they adapt, it's too late. You know, you need players and you need characteristics, but it's, 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 a, it's a great way of helping the team. When you're playing well and you're getting, like we said today, you're arriving on the flanks and you're crossing balls, but you don't have a player in there, you need to change to give him the chance to have some presence in there. And, and I think it's possible. But the problem is how you make your squad, how you are able to bring the players, how the players they understand the changes. I think it's the best way, more than planning four years in a club that you cannot plan to create the identity, which is a little bit more difficult. Thank you for tuning in on our podcast episode, Is There a Plan B at the 12th Man Academy? If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to the series, leave a winning review or a five-star rating on the platform you're listening on. And do not forget to check our website at www.12asintheworld-man-academy.com and let us know what would you like to know. If you would like to sponsor this podcast, please email us to sponsors at the 12 See you next time at the 12th Man Academy.